Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome to the Empower Humans podcast. Again, this is episode 67. We're going to talk about time today, which is a great old song by Pink Floyd, by the way, the same title, Time, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. And it's a topic that has been touched on from various angles by various, you know, self-help experts, scientists, artists, and, and so much more. Before we dig deeper on that, I want to touch on a couple things real quick. As usual, I want to remind you that you are absolutely priceless. Uh, I posted a short, uh, you know, about minute and a half video yesterday, and I think it bears repeating always, not just by me, but by you, as you look in the mirror and review your goals and affirmations regularly. And along with that, as always, I also want to remind you that you're never alone. Sometimes we get stuck in this delusion, and trust me, I've been there during the holidays and at other times, uh, you know, people get stuck in this idea that, we're alone and we get down and I'm not minimizing any other things that might go on, including clinical conditions and depression and things that uh, might be exacerbated or maybe there's a loss of a loved one or a pet or various things during the year. And I want to extend my love and a hug through the audio waves to any experiencing anything like that, which is probably more than uh, you and I realize. Anyone experiencing any of those things, here's a big hug through the podcast and feel free to reach out through empowerhumans.com. Uh, at Empower101 on Instagram and Twitter, info at EmpowerHumans.com for email, and uh, whatever you need, reach out to, to somebody if you need to. Uh, it's not anything to be ashamed of, and I just want to remind you, you're priceless, you're never alone. Now, I want to say also that I intend to put out episodes more regularly. I know we've been a little sporadic uh, throughout this year, and some of that's been because I've been in a little bit different circumstance, I've been a single dad taking care of kids by myself and so on and so on. It sounds like, oh, he's got a bunch of excuses and <laughs> stories and maybe even made up stuff. It's not the way it is. But uh, what I'm going to do is I actually intend to put out episodes like this of, of me talking, but they'll be shorter, maybe 10 to 15 minutes is maybe what I'm shooting for. And uh, maybe that's better for all of us, especially you. <laughs> but when we have an interview, those will generally be between about 30 to 60 minutes. Although sometimes we go over as well. Uh, in a perfect world, honestly, I'd like to put out an episode every single day. But I'm not quite sure how realistic that'll be. My bare minimum line in the sand goal is perhaps maybe two episodes a week. So anywhere from two to seven episodes. I know that's a little bit of a range, but that's more than we've been doing. And uh, if we could do one every single day, I'm going to strive towards that goal if we can get there. And I hope that doesn't wear any of us out, especially you, of course, uh, hearing my lovely <laughs> voice or not so lovely. But let's talk about time. Uh, I think we got to first establish a few facts about what time is. It's a limited and fleeting commodity and is not a renewable resource. As such, we must defend it and organize it and mold it in order to get the life we want. And I fully believe we are all capable uh, of really doing this. It requires kind of a constant, assertive uh, initiative and effort in our lives to really get that, though. Some real effort. Our, our use of time can be looked at kind of as an investment, and kind of the use of it is a reflection of who we are and what we value. We all have various needs and desires and, you know, people and things that matter a great deal to us. And our use of time really should reflect that. And it actually does. Whatever we're doing reflects just how much value we're placing on what. If you've ever read a book about money management or investing, people often say to pay yourself first. And what they mean by that in that context is to save you know, by yourself. For example, when you get your paycheck, take X amount, $50 or $400, whatever people can do, uh, $10. 
uh, and and set that aside to pay yourself first. And uh, I think for me, paying yourself first involves kind of any of the self-edifying activities we can engage in when it comes to time management, at least paying yourself first, primarily things like exercise, uh, knowledge and growth, things like reading and learning, uh, sleep and rest, of course. And I think uh, we can't overemphasize the great importance of that. So many lives suffer in so many other areas by not getting enough of any of those things, especially things like sleep and rest. Uh, so kind of maintaining uh, our physical, mental, spiritual, emotional needs is what we're talking about with paying ourselves first. And that's the first principle, I think, kind of the foundation we're going to lay if we're building a house around time, <laughs> so to speak, that needs to be in place. And uh, because what good are we if we're not taking care of ourselves? What good are we to the rest of the world? Just like they say on the airplane, you know, put on your mask first, God forbid, if something happens, and then help somebody else if they need help uh, with their mask and their needs. Uh, I'm designing an app, by the way, that will better help all of us kind of do some of these things. And I'm not going to give away all the details here in this podcast episode, but I think you're going to like it. And uh, once you've paid yourself first, though, so to speak, I think it's real important to realize that our time can be likened to a home, like we're talking about laying this foundation, a place where we live. And our homes have various rooms and fixtures for various purposes. We've also generally brought various external things such as TVs and books and brooms and and food into these homes and many other things. Now, in order to have an orderly and peaceful home, I would submit that everything should be put in its proper place and that requires some effort. Yeah, otherwise, there's chaos. You could have a bunch of stuff just kind of stacked. And sometimes, you know, we've seen shows like Hoarders and stuff. And if you're in that situation, I'm not looking down on you. I've known people, people close to me, people in my own family uh, in those kinds of situations as well. But, you know, for example, you don't put the cereal on top of the toilet generally or, or maybe the dish soap in uh, your child's pillowcase, uh, things like that. Some of it's just kind of common sense. But things have the proper place and order. It's up to us to simply maintain that. But that common sense doesn't always translate, if we're using this analogy, into our time management. Sometimes we just kind of let the chaos prevail and, and life just happens. And I realize life does happen too. But the more we organize and structure it and, and stay on top of it, I can just say from experience on both sides of the coin that we're going to have more satisfaction, joy, peace. Remember the word joy. We've said this before. If you've been listening to this uh, podcast for any length of time, the word joy comes from roots that mean an alignment. This is Hebrew, a return to something. Uh, the, that's what the word joy in that language particularly means. And I think there's something instructive in remembering that and alignment. And we can align these things in our homes, so to speak, properly by putting them in their proper place. Instead of on the toilet, we'll put the cereal in the pantry. Instead of, you know, in the pillowcase, we'll pay, take the dish soap and put it next to the sink, for example. So again, the good news is that much of this is fairly obvious and uh, instinctive for us as people based on our individual situation, wants, needs, uh, desires, and so on. Now, I heard a story once about a woman who had bought a special, beautiful hat that she intended to wear for a very special occasion. And she kept it in a very special place and just waited for that special occasion to arrive. And before she knew it, her life had passed her by and she died after having held on to that hat for decades without ever having used it. And I think there's something to be said uh, for the old expression, carpe diem, or seize the day. It, I, I used to be very loosey-goosey, so to speak, with my time, and my life was kind of a reflection of that attitude. Now, don't get me wrong, 
I'm not suggesting at all that we need to be, you know, uptight and overly stress ourselves in the process of time management. What I am suggesting, though, is that we simply take the time and energy necessary to plan and segment our time based on the things that matter to us. I say that again, plan and segment our time, your time, based on the things that matter to us and to you. Now, I heard someone say yesterday that there's a reason it's called your life. You must live the things you want. You must live the things you want. You must spend time with the people you want, such as your your friends, your spouse, your children, or other family. I'm not saying who should matter in your life. Maybe none of those people uh, in your particular case, but in general, those are the kinds of relationships that exist in a lot of people's lives. And all we have to do is make choices in this life, okay? I know it may sound like kind of I'm rambling here, but I'm I'm just kind of expressing some heartfelt feelings surrounding time that are going to help us as we structure and build this this home, so to speak, uh, of the time of our lives that's not going to come back. Remember that old song, No, I... I'm just kidding. I'm not going to sing. You're like, oh, yes, he's going into a song. <laughs> I want to get into a few principles, though, to be real specific here, uh, kind of maybe a step-by-step approach to how we approach time. There's there's a few kind of key things that we need to do in order, and some of this will be reflected in the app. And you may think you know what I'm going to be doing with this app, but you don't. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty kind of unique thing, I think, and uh, hopefully we'll have that out to the masses before you know it. But the biggest principle, just as we have various rooms in our house, this is the laundry room and this is the bathroom and so on and so on, Uh, We need to segment and chunk our time accordingly, kind of based on categories of what we would call maybe areas of influence, something maybe Stephen Covey would say. I think in The Seven Habits, he, he called it something like that, our roles of influence in our lives. But segmenting and chunking our time is really the most important and efficient way to get the balance we need out of life. We need to look at our lives, you know, in the days, weeks, months, and years in a somewhat big picture. Some things need to be done daily, such as sleep. You know, while others could be done weekly or at other intervals. I hope you're not sleeping weekly. (laughs) But if you are, call me. I'm I'm curious how that's working out. It is up to us to decide. Again, choices. I would recommend as part of paying ourselves first that we make sure the time, you know, with our loved ones doing the things we want and need to do with our lives, just in addition to sleeping and self-care and exercise and other things, that all these things be scheduled and calendared first because otherwise other things will will naturally push them out if we don't take control of our time. Even if it's I'm going to take 10 minutes with my son Billy or whoever you've got in your world to do this every single day or once a week we're going to do this or plan those things out. You'll be amazed how much power you do have once you start taking initiative though and doing these things. So again, add the things that have to do with the relationships that matter because at the end of our lives, that's what's going to matter most. So that needs to be near the top of our list aside from self-care as about the second thing that we do uh, as we segment our time. The next thing we need to do besides that is add any fixed events like appointments, uh, meetings, church services, whatever your situation is, etc. Add those fixed things. And if they conflict with what you added with the family stuff, then move some things around. But you should still have enough leeway in your calendar and schedule. And by the way, I recommend we do this uh, once a week. Uh, For most people, I would say maybe a Sunday evening is a good time to do it before you get started with most people's work week and things like that. That Sunday evening, even if you were to take 10 minutes, uh, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish in 10 minutes to say, okay, Monday we're going to do this and this is what's coming up and have an idea, plan, schedule, map, just like 
you know, these days we have things like Google Maps and things. It used to be MapQuest. And before that, it used to be AAA with the little trip ticks. People would plan their trips. Let's plan our lives like it's a trip, too. Uh, aside from structuring it like a house, there's all kinds of analogies we can use. But we got to plan ahead. So if you take that time, I think, once a week to do these things we're talking about, again, pay yourself first. Put the things and the people that matter most to you in the calendar. Then put the fixed events, including the sleep and things, too, because generally people have – uh, some people I know have swing shifts and stuff. So you're going to have to kind of work around how you're going to make all those things fit. And once you've planned and added all those fixed kinds of things, meetings, church service, whatever, then segment out the areas of your life that matter. And perhaps maybe you're a parent, a spouse, whatever your job is, your kid's soccer coach, you know, a sibling, sister, brother, a, a child of your own parents, probably <laughs> uh, whatever that situation might be. And, and once you've listed out those areas, there should usually be about uh, 10 or so, give or take. Maybe it's five for you. Maybe it's 20 for you. But I would say an average of about 10 areas of, of influence. If you have more or less, don't feel better or worse about it. It's just your life is different than my life and this person's life. OK. And once you've done that and segmented those things out, I want you to place outcomes that you would like to see in those areas. The, with those outcomes, then create action items to lead toward those outcomes. Now, if the outcome is an intangible thing like maintaining a bond with, with your children, that's perfectly fine and commendable. So there's no specific rules about all this. It's just about managing and controlling and structuring our time based on what works for you. But you got to get out and do it. So you place the outcomes, you place the action items, and then you calendar them. OK, some people, oh, I'm not I'm just working too much, 90 hours a week because I got to become a billionaire or something. I've been guilty of all the things, being too lazy, working too hard, all the stuff. I found that the most joy and peace and comfort in life come from balance, come from harmony. OK, find harmony. I've heard someone say balance is a myth. Harmony is a must. Find harmony with all these things like an orchestra. Get out there like the conductor and make this orchestra emotionally glorious in your life. Make it satisfy. Get that alignment, that joy back or intensify the joy you already have by taking a nip with your time. Hopefully you can hear some passion in my voice because I've experienced a lot of different faucets of this thing, both good and bad. So again, in closing, pay yourself first, then plan out the other fixed events and the important things uh, with the people that matter most. People matter most should come first and then fit the fixed events around all of that as well. And then take these other areas of influence. Your job's going to be a big one, whatever you do career-wise or charity, whatever things you're doing with your life, and structure out the outcomes and then the action items to lead to those outcomes. And it's important, and as you do this, you can start to set time frames too, maybe within a week or two. Oh, okay, I can accomplish this with my career within 30 days or this within six months. And on this particular date, I will have accomplished this. And these are the action items I'm going to calendar each day, week, month. I, I think it's crazy, by the way, how often I hear, you need to do this every day and this every day. And then before you know it, your day has to be 95 hours long before you get to everything. Some things can be done weekly or twice a week or once a month. So it's okay to, to figure all those things out. It's your time. We've all got the same amount of it. That's one of the many things we all have in common. And uh, I'm going to touch on some more of those topics more here in upcoming episodes. I just want you to know, I know you can do this. I'm grateful for you. I'm flattered that you spend your time with me on this podcast and share it. Please like, share, comment, reach out to me. Let's make this a community. Comment on Instagram or wherever else you 
uh, engage in social media. Hopefully it's somewhere where I am too. And I want to remind you in closing of our usual challenges. Study, keep studying, listen to this podcast. Hopefully you get some good material here. Listen to audiobooks. I'm still doing that. I need to update my books on the website. I've got lists kind of linked up through our uh, about page on there of, of books I've gone through. If that'll give you some ideas of things to study between uh, YouTube videos and and books, audiobooks, ebooks, Kindle books. By the way, I've got some things coming out on Kindle here in the next 30 days as well. And I'll be telling you all about that. Uh, study, learn, grow. Very, very, very important. Keep your mind sharp. Uh, the second thing is always make great moments. Uh, I think that's kind of self-explanatory. It's the holiday season, but not just this time of year. Uh, surprise, love, give these things <laughs> to the people that matter most because making great moments generally involves the people that matter the most. Whatever that might be, get flowers for your, your wife, get a new watch for your husband, <laughs> whatever they want, need, be cognizant of the things that matter. One of my sons is really into Legos. I should probably take some initiative to get more uh, Lego items for him, Lego sets, and sit down and plan and schedule my time accordingly to make sure that not only is he getting those things, but he's getting my time involved with the completing of those things. And the last, of course, challenge as always is let's keep doing this podcast together. I love you. I appreciate you. I know you can do these things. I look forward to more episodes with you and more regularly. Happy holidays. And whenever you're listening to this, if you're listening to it in July, happy July. Whatever it is, these principles generally are timeless principles. I'm going to leave you with that. And as always, just tell you, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.